Brad Hort talks sci-fi and magicians. Welcome back to Phil Ring, folks. Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another Pure Fan of Podcast. Brad and Court Talk. I'm Brad. And I'm Court. Welcome back, Florians. And we're back in uh, Fillory, and we're back in New York, and we're back in Fillory, and we're just all over the place this episode. Absolutely. I dig it. I, it was fun. And don't forget the library. Oh, yeah. Like, the that library. Has its too. own yeah. universe. Donut Land. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, before we jump into that, just to remind everybody to check us out over at purefandom.com and you can find our full playlist of recaps and interviews over there and at soundcloud.com as well. Also, be sure to check out some of the other great writers at Pure Fandom. If there's a show or a movie you love, someone over there is writing something amazing about it. And Court, how can a good people reach us? Well, you can find me on Twitter at Jindev. He's Brad ZB. Also, be f- sure to follow at Pure Fandom as well just to keep up to date on the latest articles that have been posted. You can also find Pure Fandom on Facebook. And Brad, do you know what else you can find on Facebook? There are groups out there about travel agencies that help you go to far and unusual places and have fun and yeah, stuff like that. I'm going to have to look some of those up because I keep making plans, but it never works out yeah. like I want it to. Yeah, so. go, to go to Donut World. I hear it's pretty good. I'm saying I want to go see Lord Fresh. They have a lot of things to read there. Oh, I'm down. Will they let me read it and not kill me? Uh, maybe. Okay, because I I would love kind of to read our books yeah, just to see what what fun. happens next. Yeah, <laughs> I bet I know what's going to come up in our books next. We're going to talk about the next episode of the Magicians and Siren and Siren and the passage. Shh, don't tell everybody. They they're reading ahead. Shh, don't tell. Them. Okay. Uh, okay. So besides that, those awesome, awesome travel agent information things on Facebook, you can also find us a couple of times. We have our Van Helsing Pure Fandom Facebook group over there where the season has been over for a month, but they're still having a bunch of amazing conversations. Lots of new people are dropping in who are just seeing the show or who are waiting for the show to drop for season three. So if you happen to love Van Helsing, drop in over there and have a chat with everybody. Also, go look at all the cool art that's there. Uh, we also have our Brad and Court Pure Fan and Facebook group where we talk about anything and everything under the sun. So if you want to come ramble with us about whatever TV show or movie or comic book or whatever that you're happen to loving right now, come join us and let us know what's going on. Yes, most definitely. So yes. what was this episode about? Wow. Okay, so. I can't say the entire title because just in case censors, uh, this episode was 402 loss found and effed like F and then that blank, 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 ED. Fract. You fract. There you go. <laughs> so say we all. So say we all. Yeah. You may have Marga- heard that on our <laughs> 200th episode that we did. Yes. Oh, that was so much fun. We got to do it again. Yes. We just have to figure out our process because uh, you had so many. It was, fun. it was, a, it was a, a hard time. It was a hard thing. Yeah. You had fun with the editing part. Yeah. Watching it and commenting on it was hilarious yeah. and amazing. But for copyright issue reasons, we yeah. couldn't exactly post the entire thing. The editing sucked. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but we're going to do it again. But this episode, Margot slash Janet, she's back in Fillory. Uh, she still doesn't quite know what's going on at the beginning. Uh, we have Finn and Tick. They're back. Yay. Hi, King Finn. She's acting for Margot. Marina tries back blackmailing Dean Fogg, but it doesn't quite work out like she expected it. Kim, Julia figures out that she can't die. Well, not in the usual ways that would likely take out most of our magicians. Uh, yeah, She was good after that. So, well, she was a god after all. Right. There's that. 
goddess, yeah. after all. All right, so let's start off where last week left off. Marina did that huge spell trying to peek in beyond the Dean's spell, and she put a crack in it, but it put its own crack back in our group. And so everybody kind of got flung far and wide. Of course, Margo got flung somewhere else completely, but we'll get to her in a second. So Marina, she gets this message from the Dean. That was pretty cool. Yes, automated voicemail. How awesome. I know, right? That's crazy. Anybody taps into the, the Dean's spell and he has this automated message that, that just goes out to whoever. Like, that was cool. Initially, I thought it was the Dean, period, calling Marina like, hey, I, I know that you're tapping into my spell. Stop mm-hmm. what you're doing right now. You don't want to know what happens next. But this was cool, too. Like, it's just this automated message, which like it was just like the thing with Ember, right? Oh, definitely. Yeah, the Ember alert system that Margo got. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. Uh, so Marina ends up going back to break bills because she can just go there whenever she likes. Um, oh, no, 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 no. She did this after she was able to deactivate the um, whatever was hiding Penny's ability to transport. Mm-hmm. Um, of course, he has no idea who he is, but Marina knows at this point that these are the dean's favorite students, period, point right. blank. And she knows that her Penny can transport her to break bills. Mm-hmm. So she's able to teach him how to do what he needs to do enough to get onto the campus uh, and into uh, where's, where's Todd again? Uh, Todd was on the campus. She, he was in the Dean's office, I think, or somewhere out there. So he no, they, they were in the, um, what's the house where oh. our magician stayed? Yeah, the main house. The cottage. The, cottage the main house. house. Yeah. yeah. So she she's able to break into the cottage because everybody is able to break into the cottage. And she's able to find um, the spell that the dean used. Right. And she ends up using it against the dean himself. because she And she's like, hey, so now you're infected too. So you need to give me the antidote so I can give it to these guys. And the dean's not having it. Like, he's really trying to protect his kids. Oh, definitely. He's like, I can't give it up because if I give it up, then you're going to break a bowl and they're going to break it and the bad things are going to happen. Right. Like, did you think he was going to break down and give it to her? No, because Dean Fogg is stubborn and, you know, about everything that he does is like that. He's he's not going to back down for anything. Yeah. And I don't even think there was an antidote per se. Like, but he, he knew, like, what Julia would have to do at some point in time when she was strong enough to do it. Right. Oh, definitely. But, That's the reason but, but he would, had would he want her to do that? Like, he went through that whole thing of giving Todd his memoirs for the 40 cycles or however many. (laughs) And that was, yeah, his 40 timelines that he loved. Um, And he went and made amends to everybody. That was cool. And yeah, having Todd in there was not the best idea because Todd can't shut up. So, Oh yeah. Todd can't keep a secret at all, but how else was Julia Kim going to find out what was going on? Like she needs the Dean. The Dean is the only thing standing between her and her being expelled from brick belts because she, can't quite do magic. She can't do anything. But he knows. I think that's why she's there because he knows that she had a uh, possible goddess spell uh, powers and everything else and what she did for the keys. And I think he figures if she's there and she learns anything, well, then fine. She can release a spell. Right. And I think she still has her magic. I just think it's dormant. I think it very much is. I think it's still there. That seed of power that she has is just mm-hmm. hidden away at the moment. Yeah waiting to come out and she'll never reach godhood again i don't think um but she she'll have enough power left right like if we if anything we've seen like the thing with embers um ember alert <laughs> yes the ember alert yes and this battery um like there there's some juice left her in some way 
And we will find that out soon, I bet. Absolutely. Uh, we didn't get to see Katie do too, too much. She kind of hung back at uh, Marina's place for this episode. Yeah, well, you know, Katie's going to come out shining later on. It, oh, we, absolutely. we got a lot of characters. We can't have them all in one episode jumping around, but they're, they're each their own. Well, yeah, because she, she kind of carried things, not carried things, but she kind of, she was out front in the first right. episode, which I loved because yes. she's, she's the whole reason everybody came together in the first place. Oh, definitely. She is the one. They brought everybody there. Uh, one of the things that cracked me up about the Dean, when he was making amends, he's like, you know, he had an affair with the one guy and hit him. And here's all my, here's my best uh, booze for the other guy. He was just cracking me up with everything <laughs> he was doing. I have a suit. Ooh, I'm not going to get it. Bummer. Oh, I loved his stylist, Sherilyn Finn. Mm-hmm. She's amazing. Uh, so she shows up and like, it was cool seeing how his suits are made to be a magic. Yeah, he's magic suit. Well, he had magic in the room. Is yeah, kind of what you know his that he was using up. So there's that. Yeah, until it ran out and kind of dropped his suit. That was disrespectful. Right. <laughs> yeah, very much so. Uh, one of the things we found out about the dean also in this episode was that he did the graphic novel. Of course, he did. Because that was his whole thing. I mean. He had to do the backstory of everybody and, you know, have all that information in there. At first, I was really wondering who did the graphic novel because after we saw Ember, I was like, did Ember do the graphic novel somehow? The nah, the, the Dean has skills and he's a, he's a, he's a Star Wars nerd. I yeah. love it. Yeah. He Star, has, Star Trek nerd? He's, he's a nerd. Yeah. Game yeah. of Thrones nerd. He, hey, he's all those things. All he has mad skills. <laughs> So we also find out about the Dean as, you know, later on they're trying to figure out how to break the spell is that he used a perpetual battery. That came up in the talks of everything. You know, like Mayakoski was working on the perpetual batteries last season? Yes. So we, we know they exist. And so the Dean has one that's powerful. Mm-hmm. But they can only be used for like one thing, basically. Like the spell. He's keeping that spell going which is how that spell's working all the time when magic is on a, on a ration scale. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Todd, Todd was completely thrown by that. Mm-hmm. Right. He's Yeah, Todd was thrown by a lot of things in this episode. <laughs> but I like that he was involved. Keep Todd involved, you yeah. guys. Yeah, he's, you know, he's there. We got to have somebody back on campus, I guess. Do we want to get to uh, Julia trying to break the perpetual battery? Oh, yes, when we find out that Julia cannot die. No. she. I was kind of worried there at the beginning because it did look like she kind of broke her neck. Yeah, but it's only episode two. Like, you guys can't take out Julia like that. So she, we're like saying that she didn't get her goddess powers back, but she still has her goddess powers because she's not dying. Or was that just a part of her being immortal? Like, I don't think she's ever getting her full goddess powers back, but there are certain things that... That will, that will stay with her. Like, the things that can kill regular human beings won't kill her. So maybe if they had that god bullet, then yeah. Right. Well, yeah. Uh, so a magic can kill her, or like a magic god bullet could kill her and stuff like that. But she's not going to die unless, like, another god tries to kill her, basically. Possibly. Like whoever is inhabiting Elliot right now? Right. Like if the monster attacks her or anybody else. I mean, another god attacks her. You think they could kill her? I don't even know. But, de- I guess it depends. But we know the perpetual battery can't kill her because she was dying a whole lot. 
She Oh yeah, over and over again cuz her theory was that the it's a battery. It can only hold so much power. Right. And she was dying so much that Todd got bored. Uh-huh. He was just checked out, reading and, you know, had his headphones on, going off. And that's after she broke that down. That's when she shut the battery off and everybody came back. Like, yay. And this was good because I was wondering how long they would try to drag out the protection spell thing mm-hmm. with the alternate identities. Right. And I was pretty, I'm cool with it. I was enjoying seeing them as different people and like these alternate personas. But like, I'm kind of glad to have our group back because they're all back together. Yeah. It was getting confusing with names. <laughs> it was. Like, I'm still confused about what Quentin's fake name was. Uh, yeah, it was Quentin. That's. You know. <laughs> Not Quentin. That's what his fake name was. Okay. And so, yeah, she breaks the battery. Everybody comes back, which actually really helps out in Fillory. Oh, yeah. But before that happened, because are we moving on to Margo now? We can move on to Margo now. You're very excited. Okay, yeah, because Margo starts out, she wakes up in Fillory. Remember, because she disappeared from New York and no one knew where she went because of the Ember Alert. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, her where she needed to be and she is very confused in fillery and she's walking around and she tries to get a drink of water and and i was not down with this like margo you know or janet you know better than this this water is murky what are you doing oh i don't know if janet knew better than this but she should have but yeah you don't drink water out of ponds people you can get sick from that it's you know uh-huh. don't there could be something in there there could be like you know lord fresh in there who pulls you into the water and into his <laughs> upside down land and <laughs> Takes you down there, and you know you have to tell backup shape of water. That cracked me up. <laughs> oh, I love the show and their their, their pop culture references. The it, best. And even in that, Janet still watched um, Shape of Water in her you know new form. So there you go. Uh, he goes on to inform her about the birthright box that dictated that she was going to disappear. So is it like her book? I I don't think so. I think it's different. Um, the book is owned by the library. Right. I am thinking this is something, because he also says he knows what her destiny is. Now, since she is the high king of Fillory, and she's royalty of Fillory, I think that has something to do with it. And like It, it was kind of like one of those foretold things, you know? Mm-hmm. Like previously when they got their crowns and all that, they were kind of, they knew they were coming. That's why they had the four kings, uh, the four crowns and everything else like that. And it's just put through. And so even though the library has their own stuff, I think this is stuff that the gods know. Like Lord Fresh. He's like, yeah, I know. And he's like, because he, he's trying to tell her stuff and he knows about the spell on her. Mm-hmm, how else would he... Because it's causing all kind of havoc. Right. How else would he know about that? How else would he have known she was going to be there? But he had this information. And as his wards were kind of letting her tell some stuff, but... It kind of broke down a little bit, and even he had to tell her to go away and come back when her uh, ward was gone because he mm-hmm. would have more for her. That's how I took it. Oh, no, me too. And this helps lead her to the path of getting back to the castle. But before we get back to the castle, okay. did Lord Fresh kind of remind you of the uh, porcupine, not porcupine, uh, the peacock thing that Elliot met last season? He did, Like, actually. was that the same guy? No, I think it was somebody else, but I think there, there's a lot of... Uh, interesting interest, creatures. Yeah, a lot of interesting things hanging around in Fillory. <laughs> it's a fun place to go. It's nice to visit. 
So she gets back to the castle where she's, you know, got her plans. Well, she gets caught by the guards, right? Because she's hanging out in the forest. And then taken back to the castle where Finn, uh, well, actually Tick goes to tell Finn that they have somebody in the cell that kind of reminds them of, you know, know, whispers Margo's name. Because if you (laughs) say her name, the world attacks you. It does because she's still under the spell. Yeah, which is bad. And she has no idea who they are, but, you know, they mentions Ember and they bring up that the reports are true that Ember had returned from the dead, which goes on to tell them about all the opium that's in the air, which is normally there, but it's in higher doses now, which is killing people because, you know, they lay down and fall asleep in the roads or they're a dance troupe that die on a glacier. Hmm. They partied so hard they died. Like you would think that would be a hint as to who is actually there. But, you know, uh, Janet doesn't care because on July 4th, she bet that she could sniff her body weight in Coke and whoever this guy (laughs) is, he's an amateur. Oh, God, I love Margo, Janet. (laughs) She's just going down. I don't care who this guy is. Like, I don't care if... Like, she looks like somebody else completely. She's wearing the eye patch, and she talks exactly like Margo. Like, right. Finn, hiking, acting hiking Finn has to know that this is her Margo. Oh, I think they all know it. They're, they're totally aware who it is. They're just really confused, but they're also like, eh, it's fillery. It happens. It's We don't know. We're just here. It's just one of those things. So they go to find Ember, in quotes, mm-hmm. and they find a little party place going on. And anyhow, you know it's a good party when everybody's there. And they walk in, and there's this guy with some really fake-looking horns who looks familiar. Yeah, like they were really Mm. exaggerated, huh? Yeah, just a little bit. And he's all like, who are you? And she's like, I don't care. And this is a point in time where all of a sudden the spell is broken, and Janet turns back into Margot. Hey, everybody bow down. Yeah, and Finn's like, yeah, here's your crown. I'm done. I don't want I don't want to um temp high king anymore. That's this all you welcome back high king Margo. Can you take care of this and she immediately calls out Bacchus, <laughs> which is like <laughs> oh crap because you know where's your hooves at? There you go. And so Bacchus is a little upset about that and pushes Margo back to New York. And her crown falls to the ground. So acting high king Finn is back into her role again. Yay! She's yeah. back. She was like, oh, there was like two minutes right there where it was so much better. And no. And done. Uh, so I was really happy to know that they know that she's still alive and everything else. We'll figure that out eventually. Which you would think that in order for them to get back to uh, Fillory, at some point in time, Ember's going to come back into her dreams. She's just like, I got kicked out of Fillory and he's going to put her back in Fillory. Yeah. <laughs> uh- yeah, it has I can see that going it has down to happen because he wants her to stop whatever it is, and you know he's just well that or like there are other ways for her to get in fillery. Right. Oh yeah, there's a couple different ways to get in there. Like there's a clock. Right. Elliot. Mm-hmm. No, not Elliot. Penny. Oh, Penny. Oh, well, Elliot probably do it too. And you know, Elliot needs he's he's but on he's a, not quite himself. Yeah, he's on a killing phase. So yeah. Hmm. Ooh, uh, Elliot Margo, I need them to see each other. Yeah, that'll be interesting when that happens. Uh, Elliot, uh, Monster Elliot, is kind of mean, and he is uh, trying to get 
Q to do some stuff, and Q refuses, and he says, you know, you might as well kill me. He goes, nah, I'll just break your arm. Ow. That kind of hurt. And he does. He broke it, and it was like, this is, it looks like it hurts a lot. Yeah, I'm sure it does. So Q's going to go kill that pig. Yeah, he has to go do it because poor Q. Yeah, sucks for him. Life sucks really bad right there. And was that was before he got turned back into Q. Yes. That was when he was just total confused guy. Yeah. Like, let's call him Brian. Brian. Okay. Yeah. He looks like a Brian. Yeah. I We don't know what, it, I forgot what his name is. I'm, <laughs> I'm, not, paying, I'm not paying attention because we I'm going to look it up. You talk. Okay. Uh, and in the library, we find out why Alice decided to throw a bug in her mouth for a half hour. She does a little bit of magic. She's able to stick her arm up into the vent thing there and get some magic so she could control the bug. And she sends the bug inside Zelda's office, find out she has a fireplace and a chimney, which is something that Santa can crack because he's never met a chimney he can't break. So they got a master plan going on. Now, can I mention the fact that Dean um, Fogg doing his uh, dis- losing his memory and all that stuff, he's kind of basically doing like a suicide thing at that point in time. Well, yeah, he has no choice at this point. Like, he can't break the spell. And it's not really suicide. He just doesn't know what punishment Marina's going to come up with. And she's an evil little thing. Yes, she is. Which kind of um, brings it to that point there. I'm kind of confused at that. Because she does, he gets changed into kind of a homeless guy, right? Not just any homeless guy. Not like, yeah. No, Marina literally makes him look like her father, who I think is dead. Was it? See, now this is the point where I was a little. Was it her father? Yeah, like I, I was looking at the, uh, the guest, the the guest starring stuff, and it it it, it listed the guy as Marina's dad. Okay. I was the actor. I was kind of a little confused on that thing because was it Marina's father or was you know with that point where she said before I come from a timeline where you owe me child support? Just kidding. I didn't know if she was like was she uh, Dean actually her father at some point in some timeline or something like that. That's where I was no, a little confused. No, because when you looked in the um, his reflection, you saw someone else's face. Right, but I and just the, didn't know the actor who was credited with that. Like they had him listed as Marina's dad. Okay, that's cool. I did, I forgot about that, so I wasn't sure if maybe the dean actually was, and we just didn't know it. You oh, know, you know that what would I mean? be. Di- I mean, anything could happen. I don't think that he was her father. That, I, that was all I was getting at. I was just kind of confused if that was. Really I mean, that would be an interesting twist. Right. Um, but didn't they sleep together in one of the cycles? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, was, so I, the whole thing, I where, yeah, yeah, where you owe me child support. We'll find out. There's that like would be really somewhere. Game of Thrones. Uh, yes, yes, it would be. Okay, so do we miss anything on this one? Uh, well, just the fact that the monster keeps eviscerating people. He's looking for something. Like he's missing something. Like I don't think he knows who he is. No, he doesn't. He has no idea who he is. But he knows what he's needing to look for. He's got the pieces of him missing. All right, and I, I read an interview that Sarah Gamble, she's one of the show creators uh, and the producers, and she wrote the first episode. Um, she actually has a name for the monster because he doesn't have a name right now. Oh, really? Have, have you been watching uh, that show on Netflix? Which show you, on Netflix? 
you know it's um it's sarah gamble's other show um she calls the monster joe which if you if you've seen you mm-hmm. you're gonna laugh because uh yeah joe is not a sweetheart okay no i had to watch show. that i have so. not watched that one on netflix i watched it's stuff. it's it's crazy it's interesting okay. it, it'll you're you're always very happy that you and tracy are together and you're you don't have to date <laughs> <laughs> all righty then yes I've, I've dated some psycho people. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no one... spoilers though, but yeah, Joe, Joe, and this monster. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I had one try to hit me with the car, but yeah. Anyhow, whatever. <laughs> that was my stalker, but yeah. Okay. Um, oh my god. Yeah, it was. It was weird. <laughs> okay. So, does that cover it for this episode? We didn't hit on everything. All right. So, um, J- Brian, I call him James. <laughs> Brian, aka Q. Uh, he tries to make a deal with um, with 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 Joe, the monster Joe. Mm-hmm. We're going to call him now until we figure out who he is. And he he wants to try to protect Elliot. He thinks that Elliot might still be in there somewhere, and like he doesn't want the monster to kill our friend. Like we don't want to lose Elliot forever. Like right. he's one of our favorites. Yeah. Uh, and like the monster is like, oh, so he's important to you, and you don't want to play with me. You don't want to be my friend. And, and they end up back in New York at Marina's place. And uh, everybody has their memories back and they see Elliot and everybody's all excited excited, and they don't realize that this is not their Elliot. And so he's like, hey, no, <laughs> you guys need to back up. Mm-hmm. And he's like, I'm not here to play anymore. Uh, Joe, Joe's like, he's not playing and his eyes are glowing. So like that was an awesome way to end the episode. Yep. Yeah, that was how it ended. We're like, oh, crap. Yeah, like this season already is amazing, and, and no wonder they've renewed it for a season five. I know that's so awesome. Yeah, and yeah, I guess we're gonna find out what happens on that next week, huh? Absolutely. All right then. Well, if you aren't there already, head on over to purefandom.com and check out some of the other killer articles posted there. You can check out some of our older podcasts for Siren, which has come back already. Uh, Winona Earp, Krypton, 12 Monkeys, and a bunch of other shows. And there are a lot of awesome writers over there putting out some amazing work. If you have any thoughts or comments on this episode, you can drop a comment below. You can hit us up on Facebook or Twitter. You can also email us at bradandcourttalk at gmail.com. And until next time, if you get an Ember alert, be careful. You may be traveling. That's it for this episode. Head on over to purefandom.com for more awesome content.